0: save your virtual seat at grow and email list.com. inside of my free live workshop. You'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media. My secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at grow and That's grow an email to get started with an email list list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 77. Today, I am sharing why Pinterest needs to be a priority in your business and your marketing plan. I'm going to share how I went from zero to 10xing my web traffic using only Pinterest in one year flat. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to learn how you can do the same thing in a free masterclass. All you have to do is go to pin.com Again, that's pin.com Jump into my masterclass if today's episode is leaving you curious or wanting to learn more about how Pinterest can totally transform your business. Without further ado, let's dive on into this mini training. You're listening to the Goal Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Hey guys, welcome to Gold Digger. Today, I'm going to be teaching all about Pinterest. We talked about Pinterest in past episodes, but there have been so many questions coming up and we have really over here been working on refining our Pinterest strategy. And with that, it's only fair to let you in behind the scenes and tell you how we have been boosting up our traffic just from Pinterest and how it's absolutely revolutionizing the way that we are marketing and where we are placing our focus. Now, you guys hear me talk a lot about the power of Instagram and I feel like that's not really a secret anymore. I freaking love Instagram and it's amazing, but there is a platform out there that is being so underutilized by entrepreneurs. And that platform is Pinterest. No, it's not called social media. It's a platform. But today I want to break it down for how to really use it to increase your traffic to your site and to get your work in front of the right people so that you can convert that traffic into paying clients, because what good is all of this marketing that we're working on if it's not actually converting people into paying clients? We can aim for followers. We can aim for bigger numbers, more likes, more comments. But if that's not being translated into our bank accounts, into the way that we're working, then it's kind of being done in vain. And we all know that popular doesn't pay the bills. And so today I want to focus on profitability using Pinterest. Now... When Caitlin first jumped onto my team, we sat down and went through a lot of different things. And truth be told, before she joined my team, I was a solo show. I did absolutely everything for my business on my own. And so I remember the first day we sat down over coffee. We're at the local coffee shop. She's asking me all these questions and she's walking through some very common things. And one of them, she asked me, I totally got beat red. And I responded with, um, I'm not really doing that. And that question was, so how is Pinterest doing for directing traffic to your site? And I'm like, yep. Um, nope. I am just pinning recipes and outfits and you know, that dream house that I'm apparently going to build that has 30 rooms and 20 bathrooms and a bipolar design of white and all black. Like can anyone Relate. So like most of my biggest learning moments in my business, it started at a big fat zero and we had to start from the ground up. But Caitlin is never one to step away from a challenge. And so over the last year, it has been one of our biggest goals to get Pinterest as part of our strategy. You know, we've worked through Instagram and Facebook and what our email list building strategies look like. And Pinterest was just hanging out over there as this platform waiting for for us, And so I want to talk all about Pinterest today and just kind of remove the veil from it because I feel like it's one of those cryptic places on the internet that we know it has potential to work for us, but we're not quite sure how to put that into motion. So fast forward from that awkward coffee shop moment to a year later, Pinterest is now the number one referral source for my business above Google, above Instagram, above Facebook, above everything. And the really most awesome part about all of this is that we're not spending hours upon hours on the platform each week. So I want to walk you through five different ways that you can generate leads from Pinterest, to your business, and I'm really excited about this show. I first just want to let you know we do have an opportunity for you to hop on to a free training about how to 10x your traffic from Pinterest. You just have to go to teachmetopin.com and I will walk you through this training all about learning how to use Pinterest in your business and how to 10x your traffic just like I did. So go to teachmetopin.com. You can jump on into the training. I promise I promise it's just filled with information if you're curious about Pinterest or how to use it for your business. So before we dive on into the content, I want to share a few fun facts about Pinterest and why it is so important that you should be focusing your time and strategy on it. So here's the thing we need to market where our dream clients are hanging out. like that just makes sense, right? Like we need to be front and center to where our dream clients are. For me, when I look across the map, it's Pinterest, it's Instagram, and then Facebook. And each different platform has a sort of different audience. And so it's learning about what engages them, what causes them to take action. So tell me this, does this demographic sound similar to the one that you are trying to target? According to the latest statistics, users are majority female Most of them are mothers, ages 25 to 44, with an average household income of 100000 plus. Yep, that's my girl. So let's be honest. Most people are on other social media sites to be entertained. Like, we go to Facebook because we want to watch cute dog videos, and we go to Instagram and we just watch all the stories as they unfold. But Pinterest users, they're hanging out there because they're ready to buy. So your target client is on Facebook primarily to see what their friends are up to. Whereas Pinterest, people are researching items and projects and things that they are ready to buy. People on Pinterest statistically spend more money because they are exposed to more things, more resources, more products, and thus they are sold to more i mean i can be totally candid and say that sometimes when i'm looking for a solution whether it be a different thing of makeup or an outfit or some home decor i am ready to purchase like if i see something in a pin and i'm like heck yes i need this i'm clicking all the way through until i can purchase that item and so when i stop to really think about all of these statistics i'm like yes like that is my person that i'm trying to reach and hey if they're more willing to purchase right off of the app or to at least get introduced to me like yeah I'm gonna spend some time there so let's dive in I want to start with number one. And this is something that it took me a long time to understand. Caitlin, on the other hand, she's like brilliant and all this stuff. And so she got it right away. But Pinterest is not social media. (laughs) So when you think of like the little icons on your website with all the cute little logos for people to check you out on social media, a lot of times we group Pinterest into social media, but it's not really all that social in the same sense that Facebook and Instagram is. But Pinterest is a search engine. So people are on Pinterest searching for things to potentially buy, even if we're saving it for someday. And therefore, they're going to spend more money on the site because they are more open to it. Like we don't click onto Facebook thinking like, oh, I need to buy a new sweater, right? But we do search for things like that. So when you start to think about Pinterest not really being a social network or social media, but more of a search engine it really starts to click. Like we're all over here trying to get Instagram followers and likes and comments, but Pinterest doesn't necessarily operate that way. It's not really a popularity contest in the same way. When people hop onto Pinterest, they're generally typing in questions, topics and seeking out pins that fulfill their requests. So think about it. Like you can't go onto Instagram and type in recipes with pineapple You know, like that's not going to really get you anywhere unless somebody owns that account or it's a hashtag, but you can do that on Pinterest and it's going to filter through and show you the stuff that you are most likely to click on. So when you start to approach Pinterest with this mentality, this search engine mentality it becomes a heck of a lot clearer and a lot less confusing. A lot of entrepreneurs are already using SEO or search engine optimization. So Pinterest works in a super similar way using things like keywords and descriptions in order to help people find your pins and then click through to your site. So when you think of SEO, which to me still sounds like a foreign object, you think about how you can make yourself be easily found. If somebody hopped onto Google and they typed in Wisconsin wedding photographers, I hope that they would find me. So when you start to think about Pinterest as a search engine, you want to think about how people are currently using Google. They will search for a pain point or something specific they are looking for. They will ask a question, they'll type in a topic, they'll type in some. sort of category that they're wanting to see more content on. So when you think of how a user engages with Pinterest, it's more of a discovery form of purchasing. Like I go on to Google to type in like, what are these song lyrics? Because I know I'm getting them wrong. But I would go into Pinterest to type in something very specific, like off the shoulder sweaters or recipes with pineapple or whatever that looks like. So when you think about it, people on Pinterest are not necessarily there looking for a specific product. They're often there to be inspired and they're brought and collecting and discovering new products and services they are interested in investing in. So a future customer may not have known to search in Google for you, but after being inspired on Pinterest, they could have easily landed on your account or your website or your blog, and now they have decided that they need to either follow or purchase. That's amazing, right? Like we can capture people in a really specific way on Pinterest if we start thinking of it in the way that people are using it. So it's not necessarily about getting tons of people to follow you or like you, but it's about thinking about how people will be searching and how your products or services or offers can show up when they type in those keywords or those questions or those topics. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash digger, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So number two, it goes hand in hand with what we've talked a lot about on this podcast is you can use Pinterest to grow your email list what? Like that's so stinking awesome. So you know how important email lists are. And if you're this far into the gold digger podcast and you do not have an email list, man, I'm feeling like I have failed you. But email lists are so stinking powerful for getting your word out, for giving targeted messages to targeted audiences, for serving your audience, and of course for selling. Like how awesome. So when you think about it, you can use Pinterest to grow your email list because like other platforms, you don't own your followers or fans. Pinterest, just like Instagram and Facebook, is a rented space. Therefore, you want to convert people off of the platform and onto your email list where you have control over the amount of times they're hearing from you and the content that they're getting, where you can be more personal and intimate with them. So when you think about what you are pinning, you want to have a way to capture the person landing on your website, whether that's through a freebie or some sort of opt-in or a subscription form. You always want to have a bigger desire than just simply converting traffic, which of course is a win. Like Traffic is awesome, but the bigger goal of traffic is to then capture that traffic so that you can continue to serve them until you are ready to sell to them. So a few different things that we've been doing in my business that has been such a huge focus as we've started to focus on Pinterest is to really share all of the different education we're putting out there. So podcast episodes, any freebies, any opt-ins, because the bigger goal of Pinterest is not just in the traffic numbers, which is awesome and great, but it's also in converting people to become more personally invested in me, which means that I can more personally invest in them. To me, that looks a heck of a lot like an email list. And so whenever we are pinning, we want to be so strategic that the items and the pins that we are posting onto our boards are going to lead people to an extra opportunity to opt in or to become more involved. So you can pin different graphics to Pinterest that will connect to places where people can opt in to get access to more information. I mean, we've talked all about, creating awesome opt-ins so that people are happy to trade their email address for your offer. So I always think about who is my ideal client, which we talk a lot about on this show, and then what are their biggest pain points, their struggles, what kind of things would bring them more joy in their lives? And when I ask myself these things, then I take it a step further and I say, okay, if this was my pain point, let's say I don't know how to use Pinterest for my business. What is somebody that is looking to learn that going to type in? Right? So, you want to start thinking about what kind of questions would people ask that your content would help solve. And those are the kinds of keywords and phrases and hashtags you want to use on Pinterest. So, you want to think about how you can not just generate traffic, but generate leads onto your email list. And you want to pin things that have that extra step so that you can reach out. And these pins, they should be priority. Because they are serving far bigger picture goals than just hoping that somebody lands on my site and reaches out to contact us. Now, in the past, I remember a few years ago as a wedding photographer, I was like, okay, I'm going to like figure out this whole Pinterest thing. And so I put that cute little pin it button onto my blog post so that people could pin images. And then basically every time I blogged, I would just pin those photos onto my own boards. And I thought that I was doing good. But looking back, I realized that I didn't have any keywords. I didn't have anything searchable in it and I didn't have any way to capture the audience once they landed on my page, if they landed on my page. And so you definitely want to think through the clear strategy when you're starting to use Pinterest. And the biggest focus, I think, as an entrepreneur should be using it to grow and feed into your email list so that you can continue serving these people in a really intimate way until you are ready to sell to them. So number three is something that I love. We talk a ton about community on this podcast, and today Pinterest is absolutely no different. Number three is that you can collaborate and create community boards So cool, right? Like you can have your own little posse on Pinterest. So one of the coolest components of Pinterest is creating a collaborative board so that you can reach other people's audiences and vice versa. So it's kind of like sharing your audience and getting access to other people's audiences. When you collaborate or share a board, you can have multiple people posting content onto it. So think of it kind of like if we had an actual cork board in an office, and you invited all of your colleagues to pin some of their favorite images onto it or their favorite content. So one of the things when you start to create community boards is you want to have a fewer number of people, but you want to choose people that are equally as active, that are putting out content that is serving similar audiences to you, and that can add value to your followers. So community boards don't necessarily make sense if you're in totally different fields or industries or serving totally different clients, but they can work really well if you have complementary products or services or offers. And honestly, the community boards are equally awesome because you can make a bigger impact while building a community and supporting one another's followers. Among that, you can also grow your resource library while not just pinning your own resources. So I think that a lot of times if we are just trying to go it alone and we're like really trying to make Pinterest a part of our strategy, like other things, we can just find ourselves pinning only our own work. And while that's all great and beautiful, having a community board allows other people to share their awesome content with your audience so that your audience is being exposed to stuff that's actually going to help them, cause them to take action and make them better because of it. So there's an awesome resource. We'll tag it in the show notes, but it's called pingroupie.com. Or you can just search within Pinterest to find group boards that are in line with your target audiences. And then you want to look for boards with contributors, boards that are really active and have fresh pins each day, and boards that cover a topic aligned with your brand or product or service. And honestly, if you can't find one, just start one yourself and invite other influences in your niche to pin with you. So here's a good example. Within the mastermind group that I'm in, I had the idea. I'm like, let's just make a community board because a lot of us women in my mastermind group are serving very similar audiences. So we're all putting out content for women, entrepreneurs, we're trying to raise up other leaders. And so I thought, how cool is it if we can make this part of our strategy together while sharing one another's audiences and continually posting fresh content for people to follow. And so it was such a fun way to just really loop each other in, be a part of each other's businesses while also seeing what the other people in our group were creating and pushing their stuff while they're pushing ours. Awesome, right? Like we're all about that community over competition. So here's a really cool way that you can do it. Now, number four might be my favorite because you know how obsessed I am with automation, but people don't know that Pinterest can be automated. What? I had no idea, like absolutely no idea. And so here you go. Pinterest can be automated. And that's pretty much my favorite thing about any platform is automation. And so I'm sure you're thinking as we're going through this episode, like, Jenna, this sounds great. And I'm sure it could work for someone else, but I can barely keep up with Facebook and Instagram. How could I possibly master another platform where I can't even do the basics? So here's the beautiful thing about Pinterest you can automate your pins and schedule when they are posted so that content is always getting shared regardless of if you're logging in and pinning daily or not. So there are different websites that you can go to. One of them is called Board Booster. There's Tailwind app, and they allow you to schedule pins throughout the week, both your own content and on brand content from others. And this allows you to spend maybe like 30 to 60 minutes a week scheduling pins and not stuck pinning a few times each day while your target clients are on the app. So when you think about strategy, you always want to be thinking about the algorithm and the timing and when your audience is going to be on. But the coolest thing is, is with that automation piece, you can make sure that your pins are showing up front and center to your audience, even if you're not the one sitting behind the computer hitting pin or repin or whatever that looks like. The other awesome thing about the automation is that you can loop pins, meaning you can repin popular pins from your boards without having to delete and repin it. So this helps bring your content up to the top of people's feed. So imagine it as taking like your best Instagram and Facebook posts and just putting them on loops so that once a week or once every two weeks or once a month, they're showing back up because you know that they're performing well. You know that they're reaching the right people and you know that it's content that's aligned with your strategy. So I love that it can be automated. Caitlin has taken the role in automating Pinterest for us. And in that, she has not just grown our following on the app which isn't the main focus, but she's really been able to hone in and say, here are our top posts and here is how we are consistently sharing them so that people are consistently seeing them. So whenever we are spending time on Pinterest, it is entirely strategy-based looking at different graphics, different copy, just like you do with Facebook ads. You want to test things out, split test different things, try different keywords. And so I love the automation piece of it because we can know whether or not we're logging in every single day. Our pins are still showing up at the tops of feeds and still delivering awesome content to our dream clients. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Pinterest makes it easy to go viral. I mean, I'm still waiting for my big break on Facebook or whatever that looks like. I'm still waiting for the Today Show to call me about some post that took off and got millions of views or likes. But here's the thing. We don't have to worry about that or wait for that because Pinterest helps make it easy to go viral. So when you hear this statistic, you might be floored. I mean, just gasp with me so that I feel like I'm on to something here. 80% of pins are repins. So when you think about it, and when I think about the way that I use the app, it makes perfect sense. I'm not really one to be pinning like organic content, like I'm not on someone else's site and I'm like, oh, I need to pin this to my board. I'm usually hopping onto Pinterest and just kind of scrolling through and repinning things and organizing my boards in a way that leaves me inspired. And so with 80% of pins being repins, you have to think about that for a minute. Pins have the opportunity to go on autopilot because a lot of times people are just passively browsing through their feed and simply repinning things that they see. Therefore, they're spreading the word about your business for free if one of those pins happens to be yours. Free automated advertising with little to no effort on my part? Yeah, sign me up. So every time someone pins your pin, they are exposing your pin to all of their followers as well. So if you can think about different viral pins that you could put up there or different things that people just have gone crazy over, look at your other apps and see what posts performed the best because those will likely be posts that will do great on Pinterest too. But when you think about pinning those strategically, your opportunity to reach people goes way up by bringing your products and images into Pinterest. I mean, guys, We are missing so many opportunities that would literally take us five minutes a day. So when we think about social strategy in this platform, I always think like, guys, most people are focusing on Facebook and Instagram right now. Like that is where most of our time is being spent. But I believe that there is a huge opportunity here to be the front runner in your industry on this social platform. Though Pinterest has been around for a while, unfortunately, it wasn't a thing when I was getting married. I don't believe that businesses are really digging into using this site strategically and The time to be an early adopter is now. Like You don't want to have to play catch up later and try to crack the code on your own. So when I look at Pinterest these days, I'm really looking at it from a strategy standpoint. And one cool exercise to do is just search other things that are in your industry. So if you're a wedding photographer, just type in wedding photography and kind of see what kind of stuff is doing really well in terms of pins and repins and hearts and comments. I want for you to really really. really look at what sort of content that you could add that would really perform well on the app and connect you to your dream clients. A lot of times if I'm struggling with different blog content or not really sure what to say, I'll just start Googling how to with weddings or how to with podcasts or marketing. And I will find a wealth of information because it's ranking it based off of trending ideas. So right now I just pulled it up and there are trending ideas, makeup tips, healthy dinner recipes, fall outfits for women, fall decor, friendship quotes, dorm room ideas, rustic weddings, rustic weddings. I shoot rustic weddings. Jenna, you need to go and pin all of your rustic wedding images using those keywords so that when people are searching as a trending idea is... They're going to see you. And so it makes it so easy for you to understand and to get a grip on what that content is going to look like and how you can get your work front and center in front of your dream clients. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, guys. I think that Pinterest is just this amazing opportunity waiting for us and we need to be the ones that step up and say, I'm diving in and I'm going to figure this out. And with tools like automation and keywords, things that we're already doing in other spots of our business, it should be rather easy to make it happen within our own business. So friends, I hope that this was super inspiring for you. If you want to dive into our additional Pinterest training on how how to 10x your traffic using Pinterest, just hop on over to teachmetopin.com and we will teach you in a free masterclass how to use Pinterest to really 10x your traffic. And I'll share my exact story on how Caitlin helped make that absolutely possible within my business and how it is absolutely possible for you too. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals and I will see you inside of that live masterclass thanks for listening to gold digger dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com thanks for listening and we'll see you next time you gold diggin dream chaser you